Faith, Hope and Love, Episode 224, Anzac Day. Today in Australia and New Zealand, we have a special feast day, a national day, Anzac Day, the Australian and New Zealand Army Corps. Today marks the landing of the Australian and New Zealand soldiers at Gallipoli in 1915 during World War I. This National Day of Remembrance honours the courage and self-sacrifice of those who served in all wars, conflicts and peacekeeping operations. In this liturgy we particularly recognise the sacrifice of the fallen. We commend them to God's eternal care. And we also fervently pray that the justice and peace for which they sought to defend and preserve will dwell richly in our land and in our world. This is Faith, Hope and Love. Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord. Let them rest from their labours. For their good deeds go with them. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Welcome everyone on this very special day in Australia and New Zealand, Anzac Day. We remember the heroism and courage of Australians and New Zealanders who sacrificed their lives in fields of battle. We remember all of the civilian victims of war as well. Their voices pierce the silence, echoing the longing of the psalmist for the day when justice will flourish and there will be fullness of peace forever. And so, brothers and sisters, to begin this Holy Eucharist, let us acknowledge our sinfulness so as to worthily celebrate the sacred mysteries. 
Lord Jesus, you raise the dead to life in the Spirit. Lord, have mercy. You bring pardon and peace to the sinner. Christ, have mercy. You bring light to those in darkness. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good Almighty everlasting God, who sent your Son to die that we might live, grant, we pray, eternal rest to those who gave themselves in service and sacrifice for their country. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise, they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster. Their leaving us like annihilation. But they are in peace. If they experience punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction, great will their blessings be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. When the time comes for his visitation, they will shine out as sparks run through the stubble, so will they. 
They shall judge nations, rule over peoples, and the Lord will be their king forever. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love, for grace and mercy await those he has chosen. The Word of the Lord I will walk in the presence of the Lord, in the land of the living. How gracious is the Lord and just, our God has compassion. The Lord protects the simple hearts, I was helpless, so he saved me. I trusted, even when I said, I am sorely afflicted. And when I said in my alarm, no man can be trusted. O precious in the eyes of the Lord is the death of his faithful. Your servant, Lord, your servant am I. You have loosened my bonds. I will walk in the presence of the Lord in the land of the living. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. The language of the cross may be illogical to those who are not on the way to salvation. But those of us who are on the way see it as God's power to save. As scripture says, I shall destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing all the learning of the learned. Where are the philosophers now? Where are the scribes? Where are any of our thinkers today? Do you see now how God has shown up the foolishness of human wisdom? If it was God's wisdom that human wisdom should not know God, it was because God wanted to save those who have faith through the foolishness of the message that we preach. And so, while the Jews demand miracles and the Greeks look for wisdom, here are we preaching a crucified Christ. To the Jews an obstacle that they cannot get over, to the pagans madness, but to those who have been called, whether they are Jews or Greeks, a Christ who is the power and the wisdom of God. For God's foolishness is wiser than human wisdom, and God's weakness is stronger than human strength. The Word of the Lord Alleluia, Alleluia are those who have died in the Lord. Let them rest from their labors, for their good deeds go with them. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John.
chapter 14, verses 23 to 29. Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we shall come to him and make our home with him. Those who do not love me do not keep my words, and my word is not my own, it is the word of the one who sent me. I have said these things to you while still with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all I have said to you. Peace I bequeath to you. My own peace I give you. A peace the world cannot give. This is my gift to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled or afraid. You heard me say I am going away and shall return. If you loved me, you would have been glad to know that I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. I have told you this now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you may believe. The Gospel of the Lord We are all acutely aware of the fact that the health crisis at present has made it impossible for the usual, extremely well-attended gatherings to remember and pay our respects at Anzac Day. Nevertheless, in many different ways, and with the ability of each and every household, we still commemorate this day. And we remember the sacrifices, the bravery and the loss, now and always. We also look forward to the day when we can gather again as a community to mark important days like this. The emotion and the significance of these events is in no way lessened by our distance or by the passage of time. For a nation of 5 million people as we were back then in Australia, 61,511 young Australian lives were lost. In all wars and military operations, including peacekeeping operations, Australia in total has lost 102,930 people. That's an increase in 85 human lives lost in the last six years, with 226,060 injured and 34,733 taken as prisoners of war. And surely 100% of those who served and returned have been profoundly affected in ways that one could hardly put into words. The sheer size of these numbers, let alone the human effects behind it, countless more lives which were changed forever, it's almost impossible to fully comprehend, and yet we must try. We hear from the Lord's own lips, No one has greater love than those who lay down their lives for their friends. Today we commemorate the ultimate sacrifice of those who served in times of war and those who risked life and limb for those they loved. I remember a few years ago, just before a dawn service was due to start, I could hear the sound of a baby crying in the distance, not too far from me, a baby in a pram, and it really struck me. This is that baby's first Anzac commemoration, the first of a lifetime of Anzac commemorations. And that's been years since, so that baby has grown up and may have been able to attend a memorial service at some point. But it really struck me with that crying baby that this will be part of his or her life since before they could even remember. 
the next generation, as with previous generations of young people, have taken up the torch of remembrance for all who gave the ultimate sacrifice. And it's an important torch to carry, remembering devoutly the cost of freedom and peace, which came at an enormous price for so many brave men and women and their families and the communities. I remember also quite a few years ago now visiting the beautiful city of Ballarat in Victoria and being powerfully impressed and moved by the 22-kilometre-long Avenue of Honour, starting with a memorial arch of victory. There were 3,912 trees planted along that road, mainly elms and poplars, to remember those who enlisted from that town alone in the First World War, with many trees also marked with plaques commemorating those who had died in the service of their nation. It really brought home to me the impact of wars, even to this day, on the people of every town, large and small, the real and human face of its loss. Every year, the numbers who gather to commemorate and remember the sacrifices of many increases, and would have increased even now if we weren't separated due to the pandemic. So this year, even though we can't physically gather, we're still united in commemoration, and strongly so. It's so inspiring in past years to see the wonderful representations of young people and schools who participated so beautifully, it gives great hope. Many who returned from serving in the wars often did not speak of their experiences. They were so deep and indescribable. And when they did rarely speak of it, it would astound and humble anyone who heard. Today we respect their silence, and we also respect their sharing of whatever they did feel was important for them or for us to know and take to heart. Today and every year at this time, we willingly and gratefully pause to remember and pray, give thanks for those countless men and women who served in time of war and who sacrificed everything for the sake of their families their friends, their colleagues, their mates, and their country. And they fought for the freedom, the love, the friendship and peace that it symbolises, that we must never take for granted. We give our heartfelt thanks to all who gave their lives, the ultimate sacrifice. And we do take great strength from Christ, who is our risen Saviour in this Easter season, who gave his life so that we may be saved, and made forever citizens of the eternal and heavenly city of peace and justice. We cherish those words from our Lord. No greater love has a person than to lay down their life for a friend. We pray that all those who lost their lives are now resting in the eternal peace of Christ, having lain down their burden. There are many, many sacrifices that were made by those who served or lived during time of war and those who serve now. As well as the sacrifice of their lives, there's also the loss of their youth, their health and emotional well-being of those who did return. Those who came back were often injured in body, mind or spirit from their experiences. Anyone in any way affected by the horrors of war and its aftermath we think of today. We remember them with profound respect. Our prayer today and for the future is for that peace which only Christ can give to the world. A peace and a love that quenches the all-too-real hatred and misunderstanding in this world. Christ's love is healing and powerful. 
It banishes that which leads people to be enemies and casts away violence. We long for this in its fullness. Those who served prayed and struggled for it. We continue this prayer year by year, every year, and for all days of the rest of the year. May peace be in the hearts and minds of all people in the world. May the peace of God's kingdom one day soon put an end to all war and all violence. When we remember and acknowledge the human cost of war and the price, which is beyond all telling, of those who served, we not only remember them, but we commit ourselves to a world where the values they fought for are cherished, protected and remembered. We pray that God's reign of peace, justice, dignity and love will come in its fullness that the values of those who struggled and suffered for us will always be and everywhere respected, preserved and built up ever stronger. Today we recall the extraordinary poem of which a paragraph has become immortalised as the Ode. The poem, written by Lawrence Binion in 1914, 106 years ago this year, and captures the importance of remembering and commemorating this day. Elsewhere in that same poem, he writes a passage that echoes our belief that those who have made sacrifices in the service of others remain not only in our hearts and memories, but although hidden from sight, they live on in the everlasting life of God's kingdom where there is true peace. No more suffering, no war, no pain. Our constant prayer is that God's kingdom will come, not only in heaven, but that peace and justice of God's kingdom will take hold and express itself more and more on earth as well, and that what will be assured forever will be the freedoms and values that our past generations have sacrificed everything for. We know that ode extremely well and it's beautiful, and we'll be reciting that near the end of the Mass. But there's a couple of other lines from that same poem which speak very powerfully today, where it says... Where our desires are and our hopes profound, felt as a wellspring that is hidden from sight, to the innermost heart of their own land they are known, as the stars are known to the night, as the stars that shall be bright when they are dust, moving in marches upon the heavenly plain, as the stars that are starry in the time of our darkness, to the end, to the end they remain. We will remember them, lest we forget. I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. On this Anzac Remembrance Day, let us pray for our needs and the needs of the world. Let us pray for peace in the world and in our hearts and homes. 
Lord, hear us. Let us pray for all the servicemen and women who served our nation with bravery and honour. Lord, hear us. Let us pray for those men and women who died in time of war, defending the freedom and people they loved. Lord, hear us. Let us pray for all those who have been injured or in any way physically or emotionally affected by war. Lord, hear us. Let us pray for those who presently serve in our armed forces, that they may be protected and strengthened and know the gratitude of the people. Lord, hear us. Let us pray for everyone separated and physically isolated in this time of pandemic, that we will experience a deep sense of unity with God and with one another. Lord, hear us. Let us pray that the Anzac spirit of self-sacrifice, bravery and support may always live in our memories and in the hearts of all Australians. Lord, hear us. We make all these prayers and the unspoken prayers deep in our heart. Through Christ the risen Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Grant, O Heavenly Father, that the sacrifice of Christ who laid down his life for his friends may raise all those who have died in war to the victory of eternal life. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. In Him the hope of blessed resurrection has dawned, that those saddened by the certainty of dying might be consoled by the promise of immortality to come. 
Indeed, for your faithful Lord, life is changed, not ended. And when this earthly dwelling turns to dust, an eternal dwelling place is made ready for them in heaven. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith Save us, Saviour of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity. Together with Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, Ken, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, 
All glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May the mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. May the receiving of your body and blood, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy be for me protection in mind and body and a healing remedy. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe to eternal life. Amen. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. Greater love has no one than to lay down his life for his friends, says the Lord. Here is a prayer for spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart. That what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity.
For those who are able, please stand as we commemorate our fallen. They shall grow not old, as we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun, and in the morning, we will remember them. We will remember them. Lest we forget. Let us pray. By our communion with this sacrament, O Lord, grant us, we pray, fortitude in the cause of right, and may our remembrance of those who have died in war make us ardent defenders of your peace. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks everyone for celebrating this very important memorial for Australia and New Zealand. We do pray for peace in the world and in the hearts and minds of people everywhere 
and that we'll never forget the sacrifices made by those who fought for what was important in our society and in our world. The Lord be with you. Let's bow our heads and pray for God's blessing. May the God of all consolation bless you, for in his unfathomable goodness he created the human race, and in the resurrection of his only begotten Son he has given believers the hope of rising again. To us who are alive, may God grant pardon for our sins, and to all the dead a place of light and peace. So may we live happily forever with Christ, whom we believe truly rose from the dead. And may the blessing of Almighty God the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you forever. Go in peace. Faith, Hope and Love, a time of Christian worship and reflection, led by Reverend Paul Kelly. Today I Arise for Patricia Kelly by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged with additional lyrics and sung by Stephen Kelk, 2019. Prayers and Chants from the Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009 by the NCC USA. The Psalms, copyright 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Australia. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin by Geoffrey M. Ofstrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Production by KER. May God bless and keep you. Today I arise like a rose bears its thorns. Today I arise this new day. I will